Okay, continuing this essay, we're now going to answer the question that we raised yesterday, meaning why should we study the laws of prohibition? Why are those laws considered, from a certain perspective, more significant to study than parts of Tyra that describe godliness in a way that helps us arouse a love and fear of God? So all the laws, both positive and prohibitory commandments, including laws that have no practical application, they all have a common characteristic in contrast to, now the Rebbe is going to compare it to, intellectually generated fear and love experienced by the angels. That this fear and love of the angels is on the spiritual level of comparable to the lower two of our five soul powers called Nefesh and Ruach, not the third level, which is the godly level called Neshama, soul, of the worlds of creation and formation and descent. Why are we talking about angels here? Why don't we say, why don't we compare the study of laws to the love and fear of men, which is ultimately what we really are talking about, but we're bringing in the love and fear of angels to emphasize the point. In other words, the souls, a human, is far higher than an angel. A soul is not really a created being. It's a piece of creator. The angel is purely a created being. So the love and fear of the angels more accentuates the smallness, so to speak, of it. And also... When a human loves and fears God, there is the commandment component. It's a commandment to love, it's a commandment to fear. By the angels, there's no commandment component. So the angels' love and fear stresses, even more than mine does, the idea of creation, the smallness, relatively speaking, of it. So I'm using this to emphasize the point that's also true regarding souls, regarding humans, that my love and my fear, like the angels, it's just more obvious by the angels, is a created entity. But laws, in contrast, are not. Laws are godliness. The laws are drawn from God's seminal wisdom as the seminal wisdom is now closed in physicality. So within the physical objects where a law applies, the investment of God's seminal wisdom in the physical aspect of the law is not like the investment of God's seminal wisdom in my intellectually generated fear and love of God. Meaning, one could argue and say, well, God's seminal wisdom is in everything. And that's true. Especially if I'm using my mind to create a love and a fear of God. For sure God's seminal wisdom is there. This is a intellectual activity. But there's a tremendous difference between God's seminal wisdom within my love and fear and God's seminal wisdom within the laws of the commandment. Because in my love and fear, the garment completely obscures the wisdom, God's seminal wisdom that's invested within it. Just the rather compares it to the earth. Well, God's seminal wisdom is in the earth as well. But the material earth completely conceals God's seminal wisdom within it. This level of God's seminal wisdom 
is the externality of the externality of the vessel of sovereignty of the world of being that descend into the world of descent, completely hidden in these lower two spiritual dimensions of ruach and nefesh of the world of descent. <clears throat> so at this point, God's seminal wisdom is in everything in our physical world and is completely concealed without any ability for us to see it. But in the law, the radiance of God's wisdom inside of them is not completely concealed. And when that law passes through these lower worlds to come to our physical world, it's a passage. It's not a constriction, an obstruction. The laws are invested in the physicality of our world, the physical dimension of the world of descent. So they're subject to the concealment of the world of descent. But they're not garbed in it to the point that the garment obstructs it. It's a passage. And the Rebbe compares it to on the holidays when the kindness, God's flow of kindness from the world of being is encased in the kindness of the world of creation and then comes to vivify our physical world. It passes through the kindness of the next to lower spiritual world the world of formation, the world of descent. But it's a passage. It's not an obstruction. Because if it had to go through all four worlds, by the time it came into our world, it would be completely obstructed. We wouldn't experience it. But it only is engorged in the world of being and the world of creation. In the lower two worlds, where there will be obstructions, it just passes through. And therefore, it can shine in our physical world on the holidays, and the holidays can feel different because of that. Even though the physicality of this world, as discussed in the law, completely conceals the spirituality, but the law itself is not physical. It's God's will, drawn from the seminal wisdom, to move in any direction God wants, to give a particular ruling, to be lenient in a particular way, to be strict in a particular way, exactly as God's will wants. So God's will has descended and come into a physical reality, but it's like the flow of water. When water flows from a higher place to a lower place, from the top of the mountain to the valley, it's the same water. It's just found in a low place. When God's will is moving from the world of being to the world of creation, to the world of formation, to the world of descent, to our physical world, the same will is flowing down through the world. The physical object that's involved in the law completely obscures the godliness within it. But the law itself is from sovereignty of creation, which is the reasoning of the Talmud, from sovereignty of formation, the reasoning of the mission of the law, in the state of soul of those worlds, the shama of those worlds, which brings into being the lower levels, the level of nefesh, the level of ruach, of the worlds of creation and formation and descent, all of which are considered created beings, similar, as we said, to the love and fear of the angels and the souls and their intellect, their contemplation of God's greatness that's leading to this fear and love. All of this 
are created. All of these are created beings. But the radiance of God's seminal wisdom that descends through sovereignty of creation and formation in the Torah, this is still godliness. And therefore, this can quench the thirst of the souls and angels and the worlds of creation and formation before it comes into our world, like water, like the descending water. And even after it comes into the world of descent, even after it comes to our physical world, it completely transcends the intellect of the world of descent, even the most spiritual element, the neshama, the soul of the world of descent. Because this is the godliness of descent and the illumination of God's seminal wisdom within the laws is godliness of the world of being. 